everyone. Thank you for joining me. This is welcome. I gotta say it again. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the 31 Days of Dread. This is where we profile one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. This is year four. Congratulations to me for being consistent. This is episode 300 and maybe 30 something at this point of my podcast. But we're talking horror movies. We're talking Sinister 2. Sinister 2, 2015. Sinister 1 came down came out in 2012 three years later was three years of percolation uh evolve into uh, okay it, <laughs> i wanted this i wanted to love this movie so much okay let, let, can we uh get through that intro and get back into it thank you all right everyone before we get into something spooky let me sell you something. Trial by Fire. It's my comic book available right now on Indiegogo. Link in the description. And I will see you on the printed page. Intro out. <laughs> so my, my entire journey of Sinister 1 and 2 uh, <laughs> has been making me crave to watch uh, the, the 2016 Marvel Cinematic Universe MCU masterpiece Doctor Strange. I don't know why. I, I really don't know why. Just knowing the, the guy behind Sinister is also behind Doctor Strange makes Doctor Strange seem uh, so much better. Like, and look, this guy too. Uh, what's his name? Scott Derrickson. Is it Scott? Yeah, Scott Derrickson. He also made this movie in 2005 called The Exorcism of Emily Rose. That's a, uh, that's a pretty solid movie. That's also a good exorcism movie. Now, I mentioned this before. Sinister is a part of this block of children and ghosts and children and spirits and children and possession. It's uh it's it's almost like poltergeist on the the best cocaine you can you you can buy. Okay? That's I'm being honest here. The best cocaine you can buy, that's what they did with poltergeist. And it was the conjuring it's paranormal activity, it's sinister, and it's also um, uh, not insomnia, insidious, insidious, which has three movies. I, I, I didn't know that. I, I thought insidious was only two, but apparently uh, Conjuring has a sequel. Insidious has two sequels. This movie, of course, has one. Okay, so what, what, what are we doing here? What's happening? So we have our goofy de detective guy uh, from the first movie, Leftover. We referenced the first movie twice, one time, like it's a hardcore reference. He's uh, following a trail, burning down previous houses because he thinks uh, that's how this the, the spirit works. And, and like, you know, and he knows something's goofy's happening and he's just trying to stop this stuff and along the way we have a mother with two children uh abusive ex-husband that she's not fully uh you know out of a relationship with yet uh she has feelings with this former cop left over from the first movie and 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 there we go like you know that's the melodrama that's gluing this thing together and we get a little bit more of a definition of what's happening with Bagul and the spirit world and his dimension and how 
these um, movies he because he's obsessed with uh, old <laughs> cinema. I mean, he's he's obsessed with Polaroid pictures. It's a sixteen millimeter because it's creepy, and uh, you still have to uh, record your murders and rewatch them on a sixteen millimeter uh, projector to get possessed. And at that point, it's even 50-50 if you're going to get possessed or not. And so the first movie, what the first movie did well, uh, we're watching these reels, these these movies, these murders. Uh, Ethan Ethan Hawke, I I always want to say Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hawke, he's our protagonist in the first movie. He's the father. He's the one that goes through this box of films. But then at the end of the movie, uh, he's poisoned. You know, foams at the mouth. Thank thank you, storytelling, for, for that easy tell. And we find out that the daughter is possessed. And the entire time in the movie, there's very little hints that she's possessed. You kind of see that she's been seeing, you know, Bagul. She's a, she calls him Mr. Boogie. You know, like she's been communicating with him. She's been communicating with the ghost. And, uh, you know, the ghosts of the, these children that he has the soul of. So, uh, okay. And so now in this movie, we have, uh, it's almost like movie time at night. They go into the basement, these two these two kids, and they just watch murder movies. And one brother likes it, one brother doesn't. And, you know, and the more sadistic brother, because there's like a rivalry, he, he goes like hardcore into it. And then we have like the children who are ghosts doing ghost things like poltergeist stuff at the end of the movie so that the this kill can happen. So uh, you now so Bagul gets like the soul of the uh, the one child because he's got to murder the family in this like ritualistic like seance type like you now it needs to be a ritual. The ritual does get broken up. So like what happens with this movie though? Uh, it it almost does what all these sequels try and do, and and it's it's interesting because it never works. See, when you do a horror sequel, you you have to do the same thing, and you have to kind of decide which way it's going to be different. But it needs to be slightly different. But we need we need more of the same stuff. We all need more exposition on what's happening. Like, you know, we're already bought in on, on the concept. We just need a slight deviation. This movie, uh, again, like, goes against things that you know. Things that, like, you know, like, it goes against its own rules. The child who's possessed, he, uh, the ritual gets broken up. The child gets attacked. Uh, the camera that he's supposed to record. There's a ton of rules here. The, the the camera he's supposed to record everything with gets smashed, and and it's just like you know, like we have a few scenes. It get, everything gets like reversed, and then at the end of the movie, we find out that Bagul, like you know, he's still there. He's still going to like kill him, possess him, and he's 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 not done yet. And the the tragic part of all this stuff it's like we're you know like there's an anticipation because we know the family's like going to die we don't get that like you know like we know that because we didn't get that with the first one because we didn't really know we didn't know how the first one was going to end now we see that the these movies and this uh franchise this idea 
commits to the bit. So with the sequel, we should be expecting them to die. And they don't. And it's disappointing. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, this is the weird world of horror. This is what horror movies, like, do to people. So, you know, we get, uh, again, like, two times in a row, the best sequence in this movie is this very heartfelt uh, conversation the the wife has with this with this detective cop guy left over from the from the first movie the first movie's best scene was an argument between the husband and and the wife and along the way we get like uh, another chunk of ex, uh, exposition which is fine we need it but we're not getting anything new we're not getting anything different uh we get more of these creepy 16 millimeter like ritual killings um some of them are very elaborate you know because again children are supposed to be doing these things and they're moving like full bodies we could have explained that that there was uh, a mystical element happening within the child to uh help them you know like even if the child's able to do ghost-like things, like, you know, the ghost, you know, they're able to, like, levitate heavy objects or, or, or things. We've could have, and that would have strengthened the first movie also. So, I don't know. Uh, I would say this movie, a lot of it's a wash. A lot of this movie doesn't add any exposition that helps the first movie. I think the first movie is, is perfectly and well executed enough to, to be on its own anymore. And I am disappointed that th this didn't become a thing because Sinister is so good that it, it deserved to have a sequel every single year. So whatever. I'm sorry. <laughs> I cannot recommend this. It's available on Netflix. Just wash it over. Uh, skip it. But let, let's get excited for the next movie. Day 17. Right? Day 18. Is it day? It's day 18, I think. Uh, I may have said day 16 earlier. I'm losing my days. Then tomorrow, we're doing Abira, Mistress of the Dark. I had no idea about this movie. And holy crap, did I enjoy it. Holy crap. Probably uh, right now in my top five horror comedies, like, ever. So, everyone, rock and roll. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. And we'll we'll keep marching forward. We'll we'll try and find those those gems within the uh, stack because we're we're already half halfway through, baby. I love you. Trick or treat. Rock and roll. <laughs>